We're back. We're back. Again. Again. As usual. As usual. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Do you have to do this? <laughs> Why do you have to be so difficult? Okay. So, welcome back. This is Aisha, one half of this podcast. This is Lexi, the second half of this podcast. <laughs> and welcome to Sisters Reading Romance. Um, this week we did book three of the Green Creek series. I keep wanting to call it the Wolf Song series, but that's not it. That's not it. It's the Green Creek series. Um, and we did Heart Song. Yes. By T.J. Clune. Yeah. Bobby. I always confuse the last two, um, books names. I forget what order it is. This is Robbie and Kelly's book. And this book is told from Robbie's point of view. Never told by the... Oh, wait. No, the last one's told the by Bennett. The last one's told by Bennett. But yeah, the, the the first three are not told by Bennett's, but all the love interests are Bennett's. Yes. Um, last week, we did Raven Song, which is Gordo's book. And next week, we're doing Carter and Gavin. Yes. This is probably my least favorite of the three. The beginning was so confusing. Okay. I actually wrote that. Okay, wait, wait, let's, before we go into that, let's, let's do tropes because then we can get into it. We just get into it. Okay. So tropes are found family, found family, um, amnesia. Yeah. I can't, there's gotta be a trope. I can't think of what the actual memory loss, memory loss, amnesia, second chance esque. Yeah. It does feel second chance esque. Um, Urban fantasy, werewolves, faded mates, and queer romance were the ones that I have. Is there anything else in there? Um, bad dads. Yeah, besides bad dads, is literally it's got to be the underlying theme of like the entire series, except for or just dads in general. Was Thomas a bad dad? I think he's a complicated dad. He was. He was a human. Yes. Like well, not technically. Who human. made mistakes? But yes. always did what he thought was best. Mm-hmm. And he was a good person. But not always the best person. Yes. Um, Trigger warning? I don't think there is a trigger warning in this. Amnesia? Yeah, I guess. Is that even a trigger? That people, like, I, it might be, I guess, but... Um, I don't know. Just, like, general violence? Yeah, I feel like I that's also a trigger warning across the series. Is it's it's generally also pretty, like when there is violence, it's pretty graphic violence. So there's that, but otherwise, I would say that's that's it. This had a four point five six, so this actually had a higher rating, I think, than Raven Song. Raven Song had. Yeah. 4.46. Oh, I thought it had a This is a 4.56. Although this has only 15,000 ratings. So it has about 5,000 ratings less than Raven Song did. So a little bit less. But I thought that was a... I don't know. Do you think this was really high? Uh, I don't know. Oh, how many ratings? This has 15,000 ratings. That's a lot for an indie romance, though. Most of them have, like... I guess so. 10, like, or not 10, like, a couple thousand. Yeah, I guess so. I just, like, I thought the four point... I was surprised that this was rated higher than Gordo's. Because I feel like, as a character, I like Gordo better than Kelly. But 
but this is more romancy, I guess. If you if Robbie's you wanted a, a fan favorite man, is he though? Why? People love Robbie because he's not a Bennett. No, people just love Robbie just because Robbie is Robbie. Also, for some reason, on this book, I found a lot of Joe hates. Like, like in the fandom. Yeah, in the fandom, they were like. Joe, of course, Joe, because he's a terrible, he's like a terrible person when like thought Robbie would betray them. And I'm like, Joe literally just had to turn two of his pack into wolves. Yeah. And I understand that like, yeah, it took him a really fucking long time to get his a- head out of his ass. He's also the youngest of all of them. Yeah. He's like, he's like 20. He's like 25. Yeah. Because Ox turns 30 in this. So he'd be 20. 20- he'd be 24 because he's six years younger than ox yeah so yeah he'd be he because yeah because ox turns 30 in this book so yeah it's yeah i did not that doesn't it surprises me a little although i I don't think people just like i don't think people generally like joe in the series which is weird because which is I so honestly am very into like in the first one obviously you love joe because he's like he's you, cute you see him as like a kid a kid he's, he's cute but like i'm honestly in the other books i'm very indifferent about joe i like joe in the last book i mean yeah because it's like you get joe and kelly in two in like different lights i guess yeah because it's told by carter that's true where like in this book I'm very indifferent about Joe because like the one that's not in this very much though. He's not in it very much, but the one character that pissed me off the most in this is Rico. Cause he kept Cause like he kept, yeah. I understand that he was like, Oh, I found them and I was like No, he was there when it happened. He just wasn't attacked. And like I get it, but also at the same time it's just like he doesn't fucking remember. And I understand that like I just guess because he doesn't remember doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that like he didn't do it doesn't isn't valid because obviously it is but it's also like they've established that it was not his fault and Rico is still like you like like he still like was like he's an evil person yeah okay let's read the back of the book before we like truly get into it but okay all Robbie Fontaine ever wanted was a place to belong after the death of his mother, he bounces around from pack to pack, forming temporary bonds to keep from turning feral. It's enough until he receives a summons from the wolf stronghold in Caswell, Maine. Life is a trusted second to Michelle Hughes, the alpha of all, and a cherished friend of a gentle old witch teaches Robbie what it means to be pack to have a home. But when a mission from Michelle sends Robbie into the field, he finds himself questioning where he belongs and everything he's been told. Whispers of treacherous wolves and wild magic abound, but who are the traitors and who the betrayed? More than anything, Robbie hungers for answers because one of those alleged traitors is Kelly Bennett, the wolf who may be his mate. The truth has a way of coming out, and when it does, everything will shatter. So the thing that's confusing about this thing, this back of the book, is that the first two paragraphs in this like this it kind of implies that it starts during wolf song but it doesn't it doesn't that's why i was so confused at the beginning of this so book. same this is, i'm glad like that you thought that it's too. honestly like my least favorite part of the book is because at the beginning i the was the first like, hundred pages fuck is going i'm on? so confused like because you get the hints that like the kids are like oh yeah you were happier last time and he's like last time like i never left like before a mission and the kids are like no when you were here before and he's like Oh, like 
sure, okay. But he, like, he doesn't actually remember. So he assumes he's been there this whole time. And this back of the book is told as if Robbie is talking in that first hundred pages of the book. Where he's like, he thinks he's been there the whole time. And he doesn't actually know that he's, like, lost his memory. That, like, they took it from him. I guess. I just, like, when you read the back of the book, I was like, it kind of, like, implies, like, that it starts it starts during wolf song yes because you already kind of know his backstory because he he's like a a big portion of like i wouldn't say big portion but, but he's he, like a he, significant character in like in, the last half of that book yeah as like the new member of their pack so yeah the first hundred pages that was my first note on this book is the first hundred pages i was so confused i had no idea where we were in time and like it honestly took me until until he it honestly took me until them until going he lost the memory after the going to the pack going to the pack when he like called up and they were like you don't remember and he was like no who are you i was like oh fuck <laughs> that was that was what i clued in yeah i think i clued in a little bit like when um uh, I think I clued in a little bit when Ezra, who turns out to be Robert Livingstone. Although I didn't clue that 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 Ezra I was Robert Liz- I Livingstone. I didn't clue that in, but I did until clue that it was actually revealed that he was so fucking suspicious. But when he like every time Robbie went somewhere, he would follow, and like when he went out to do a mission, he had to go with him. And yeah. it was like. That that's when I was like, because mm, suspicious. When things, yeah, like things started to, started to get suspicious. Also, and then he found Dale in Dale the house, in the and house. I was like, because wait a second, Robert was still like locked up in the house. And so when they're like, you got to go f- find the prisoner, and when he gets in, and it's like Dale who was in the last book who is the prisoner he's just like a co- he's like they just they needed somebody to be in the house so they just but then put dale but in. but dale was the only one who knew robert Livingstone was out was out so then they were like loose end gotta get rid of him and they just put him in the house and pretended and gordo was like yeah I, what, let's fucking kill that guy <laughs> yeah because he like didn't mark and like betrayed them at the end of the last book but like i yeah, I didn't realize that Ezra was Robert Livingstone until it was actually revealed when they finally get Robbie back. And to be honest, I wasn't really sure when he left the compound. I was shocked they didn't stop him sooner. Like I thought that the um, the confrontation would happen before he got there but i guess they were just following him hoping that they'd lead him like he'd lead them to the like to the bed pack i i also gonna... assumed that it was because they wanted him to come back like and if they just like follow him right away they, well they wanted him to cut like they wanted to they wanted him to be like I don't know you. Like, I don't know you. I belong. They, yeah. They're like. In Caswell. Like, but. Almost like twist the knife in the wound. Yeah. So like, I think it was because they wanted him to like come back to them on his own. They let it happen. Force, because once you force him to come back, then he's like, mm, something's up. Right. And they just hoped that it was going to happen. 
because the part that killed me and maybe this is maybe this is like one of my favorite parts but like when kelly was like no i'm your mate and he's like no you're not and kelly just like crumpled i was like oh no kelly and kelly was wearing his work shirt i was like oh my god i was actually so sad i also really wish that we got to see like kelly and robbie like well, the you beginning saw the, of their relationship you saw at the end of raven song that they were like closer to being a thing yeah but weren't actually a thing so let's start from the beginning basically this book starts with robbie being back at the compound and he has completely forgotten that he ever was in green creek that he was ever with the bennett pack that he like none of that exists in his mind or even like right before so like when he she would michelle would send him away to different packs and stuff like it's basically as if this is the first time he's been there and yeah that's it like he arrived recently and all that he remembers is the time that he's been there because because he's gone 18 months almost two years no i think it's like 13 months okay just over a year (coughs) and they basically yeah like he doesn't remember anything and you don't clue in for quite a while like as the reader I think, like as the reader i was so f- i was just fucking confused and like I was where confused we too. were because like I, I expected like basically this to pick up literally right where raven song ends agreed and you see like the progression of their relationship agreed but or like and then maybe and what? i thought like, and the thing is like i also, I also a thought a year or two later yeah because they mate if he was like three years later. This is because, yeah, because it's two years before they're actually mated. And then a year, a year he's been gone. Yeah. So that's like, three this years. is like three years after. Cause like, um, yeah, it was like three years because Ox turns 30. He was like 27. Yeah. At the end of, cause Gordo's book literally takes place like immediately after. Yeah. Like it's within the t- next year that gordo's book takes place Mm -hmm. so like yeah this is like three years later so okay at first i thought that i was just dumb but i'm glad that you also were confused because so i wasn't sure if i was just like not like i just like didn't get it i thought we would get like kind of like how the other books had an overlap had an overlap and also those flashbacks so like uh, well, Which you did technically ox you start from the very you start from when he's a kid although in gordo you kind of do too and like and then you get flashbacks in gordo's most of the time but like i thought that was gonna be with robbie's i thought we were gonna get flashbacks to like when he th- started he started in green creek and i think that's why i was so confused because you did get flashbacks but they were when he was like a kid a kid which is what made me think that green creek almost hadn't happened yet I did like the ones where he was a kid and you got to see his mom. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was very confusing because basically (coughs) he ends up like realizing that something is kind of wrong. Because he's seeing things. The thing is, is like they're altering his memory. So basically Robert Livingstone, who is, he knows is Ezra. Is like under an alias basically. Altering his memories like he did with. Because. Was he cutting them out? He was cutting or them was out. Or he putting no, no. new in there? No, because he didn't figure... He couldn't figure out how to put new ones in there. 
he, so was he was just like, cutting them he out. He just like decided to cut it out and he just decided to like convince Robbie that he was lost when like basically for that that section of his of the memory that is blocked that he doesn't realize is like not there. He was like you're like he, you were lost and we found you. Yeah, I found you and now you're, you're here. here. Because he continues to cut memories out. Like he's like whenever, basically like trying he, to rationalize in his brain why, why he doesn't missing. remember basically because he was like, like years of his life he was like just younger than ox yeah like he's just it, under the younger than he'd ox. Be missing like five years of his life yeah because he doesn't and also like, from him arriving in green creek mm-hmm. to then him getting like abducted basically yeah or like yeah kind of abducted because so when because he yeah he basically kind of figures it out realizes something's wrong but isn't quite sure what's wrong gets out meets up like with the bennett well it all starts because he goes to this tiny pack it was like five people yes and she's clued in she knows that it's robbie she instantly knew because she because she took an omega and he dropped the omega off so it it was like he went to go check on a pack that quote-unquote wasn't communicating with with the alpha of all with michelle yeah and so we went to go check on on this pack and she kind of like clues him in of like when you're ready to get out you call me and so she had he had her number saved but then ezra took his memory ezra took his memory but he still realized he had the number like he still knew he had the number he didn't know where it called he didn't know what it it did he didn't like but he when he was feeling like I don't know what's going on. Like, I feel like people are hiding things from me. Which they I were. I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> like, he called her and he, she was like, so you're ready. And he's like, who are you? Like, ready for what? Yeah. Because I honestly, so when he found the journals in the office and he took the one and the other book fell behind, I thought that book was going to come full circle. And it kind of does in the end of this last book. But I thought that book that would play another, a bigger part in this and I yeah, thought like, the journal would play a bigger part. I agree. Besides too. the letters, I thought, I thought like he would read the journal and be like, and then it would oh, clue him into like, yeah, it would like, like he'd start to have flashbacks of like things that didn't happen. Yeah, but, but he is. I mean, at this point, he like not only is green like his pack trying to send him things, like they're trying to yeah, like reach him through like this mystical like wolf pack yeah. bond, <laughs> which the is mystical working. moon magic. Um, yeah <laughs> jesse calls it uh but he's also seeing thomas bennett in the woods he never met he never met he thomas. never met thomas but thomas also i don't think realizes why he's connected to robbie either because he full-on like when he sees when robbie sees him he's like you're not one of mine but you are but you are because so because tommy thomas never met robbie they yeah. never met but robbie it's, came after he is still an alpha of the bennett pack but not the current bennett pack so he yeah. feels attached but not quite attached and like basically because when they t- when when the killer for me when i knew i was like this is like i thought that robbie would wake up sooner and when they have a showdown when robert livingston is like there and Gordo's like, fuck, hey, dad. Like, fuck me. Like, this is a thing. And then he takes Kelly's wolf. I was like, no, 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 no. Robbie, you have to stop it. So, and then he lets it happen. And I was like, 
oh no <laughs> like i was like this is he like, just it was so he sad just locks up rock or kelly's wolf though yeah like yeah he's not I don't know how he's they explain still like it. he just has no abilities. It's like he can't shift. He, he, he can't, can't like his wolf. Ba- he's ba- he's human. Yeah, he basically for all intents and purposes, he's human. And Kelly takes that way better than I was thinking because it his identity is basically changed. Yeah, and because he's always been a Bennett wolf. So I honestly thought I thought that that would be a bigger thing. Like, I thought that that would... And, and he gets sick. That's so that funny. And they're like, oh, my God, he's dying. And they're like, no, he has a cold. <laughs> yeah. Because I honestly thought... Yeah, I honestly thought that would... Like, the fact that he was missing his wolf would be a bigger part in it. But Kelly seems, like, kind of unaffected and kind of, like... I think because Kelly... Like, I guess knew... as long as I have you back, that's all that matters. He kind of knew that, like, Gordo was trying to get it back, right? And Gordo was pretty positive he could somehow get it back he just had to there he, yeah. he just had so to like figure out how to do that yeah so like yeah because basically what happens is that robbie gets like yeah like brainwashed when he gets intercepted on his way back to the pack after dropping off an omega and he ends up killing technically yeah he ends up killing chris and tanner and they get turned and then joe has to save them by turning them so the only the only humans left in the pack are then jesse and rocco is it rocco it's rico oh it's rico you're right it is rico i don't know why i said rocco that's really strange um so but Rico witnessed it. So he like the three humans like Rico, Tanner and Chris are like a trio and they had gone to like meet like Robbie. The three dumb musketeers. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And then Robbie turned on two of them and No, no, I don't think he like went to go meet Robbie. I think Robbie came back and they were like he was like running in the woods or something and he encountered them. And then Rico hesitated shooting him. Because he was like, I don't know what's happening, but I can't, I can't shoot you, but you're killing them. Like, I don't know. And Joe ended up coming and Robbie while, ran. while Joe is, he basically had to pick between chasing Robbie and, and saving two members of his pack. So he chose to save the two members of his pack yeah. and turned Chris and Tanner. So now they're wolves. And yeah, Rico is now the only human besides Jesse. And he is also now fully with what's her name bambi bambi oh yeah that's right she's like a stupid name i i love bambi though i did too i was glad that she was How in much? it more in the last book like, but she's I, like uh, what's her age difference because uh, i was under the impression point, that he was like he'd be in like 40 and she'd be like 25 like i, yeah, was I thought that she's definitely like joe's age i thought so too because i think kelly or, was it kelly i think someone said something of like she was young she, she went owned to the school, bar like she was like she got out of school with like similar with like one of the one of the better kids maybe it was kelly maybe she was the same age as kelly because kelly is two years younger than carter and joe oh, you mean carter and ox or carter and ox sorry and joe but is carter is a year older than ox no, Carter, they're the same age. I think they're a year. He's a year old. No, they were in the same classes. Okay. They went to, because Carter went to university and oh, yeah. Joe was done school. So I'm pretty sure she must be, I think she's either Joe's age or Kelly's age. So she's young. 
Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I read that as like a quite a significant age gap to be yeah, honest. Yeah, because I think Gordo noted she was like he was like like he liked Bambi, but he was like Ugh. <laughs> like yeah, I I do remember that. Cuz then basically the so like the first 100 pages is like Robbie's confused and he's back in the like compound and you don't know what the fuck's happening. Like as a reader mm. you don't know what's happening. And then the Bennett's take him back and the next what like 250 pages is Robbie never getting not getting his memory back like just trying to figure out what the heck is happening because he feels a connection to kelly but doesn't remember anything but then kelly is saying no you're my mate and he's like i don't know you and it's like obviously quite overwhelming for robbie i don't know i just didn't like that part like where he was just so overwhelmed that he was like do you want anything to do with them because it's you spent a huge amount of time with like most of the it's a lot of internality of Robbie. Yeah, like I he did tr- he did begin h- him and Kelly trying to like I guess like start again basically cuz yeah. he knew he had a connection with Kelly. But it was a lot of just like him being like I don't know I don't these know. people and I don't know what's going on and all that's all that stuff. And then you end up finding out at the end that basically Robbie had the ability to get his memories back this whole time, but but he was afraid. No, 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 no. Because he they needed the pack. He needed to be trusted by the pack because they tried to do it once, and the the pack was in too much turmoil that it wouldn't work because the whole like half of the magic is the pack magic. Right, and then by the time the pack was together, Robbie was too afraid to get the memories back because he was he was actually worried about basically experiencing killing two people that he yeah. loved which is like fair which again. is fair it's like, a fair thing because the the battle scene at the end i didn't expect i don't know why i like it was with like the kids that was creepy that was i'm really not gonna creepy. lie that, that was, like was children creepy. of the corn creepy yes yeah i would agree and i feel like i get the feeling that that's what tj clune was channeling children of the corn is that because it was fucking the way that it was described was pretty fucking creepy creepy yeah um yeah that was described as pretty fucking creepy because like in the battle scene at the end they i felt like every time i thought it was gonna end it kept going they were like oh let's kill michelle they michelle is down you think she's she's not they didn't announce she's dead but she's down and then they're like, oh, but Dale's here. And then Dale's down. And they're like, cool. And then they're like, oh, Livingstone is down. Perfect. Oh, Michelle's back. Oh, Michelle's dead. And Livingstone's still alive. Now he's dead. JK, he's not dead. JK, he's a giant like, beast. He He's, I, I like, thought he, like, he was described to look like how, you know, like, werewolves typically look in horror movies yes but larger where they're like a humanoid body but they're covered in hair and he's like eight feet tall like a like the harry potter no that one's really that one's really creepy i don't i kind of pictured like i kind of pictured like van helsing oh yeah okay i can see that yeah i can see that because i i don't know i expected rico 
to ask to be turned rather than for him to get uh, yeah that was like one turn. of the thing of like i wanted team human to stay human like i agree i didn't like how they turned all basically besides jesse who does not get turned the entire series but like I, yeah i expected them to or to ask to be turned versus it be like i'm dying and you have to tur- like turn me because mm-hmm. i thought it was like a really high risk that they might not make it kind of thing well like which when, it was like they didn't i mean no 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 but human. like when thomas was explaining get it like ox taking the bite he was like there is a risk that like you wouldn't survive it i mean i also think that the reason it's different is because they're already pack like they're humans but they're already part of the pack so i'm assuming that that risk would then be lower based on the fact that they're like already they already have pack magic in them because they're already pack without being wolves yeah so i assume that would play a part but yeah i just didn't expect like the battle scene at the end was actually really good i wish it came sooner do you know what i mean no because I wish that you had more at the end of more Kelly and Robbie. Yeah, I do wish it didn't end, like, right after the battle. Because, yeah, basically Because, ends. like, basically what happens is, like, Livingstone is, like, k- killing Carter. Gavin turns from the Timberwolf. We then learn his name is Gavin. And that he's Gordo's he, half-brother. Yeah. He's the mistress's son. And he, pro- he like, he says he'll go with Livingstone as long as he keeps he leaves the other other ones a lot like everyone else alive yeah and they run off and that's what the book ends well they come back they go back home and carter's devastated carver's carter's devastated but because like he finally in that moment realized that that's his mate yeah which like carter to be uh, fair that is kind of on par for his character as a whole is on par for and also we'll get into this during brother song i'm gonna keep my thoughts for brother song but um, it is, yeah, it does. It is very, like, on par for Carter as a whole. Yeah. I mean, okay, what would you say your favorite part is? Um, I think my favorite part is when, uh, so Kelly is asexual. Yeah. Oh, my God, Kate. He, he describes Go ahead, but I'm him as, sure is- as ace, and, like, Robbie didn't know what that meant, so he's, like, because they're, like, he was taking a shower because he hadn't showered in a couple days, and it was when they are in the bathroom, and Kelly yeah. was explaining to him, like, oh, I'm asexual. And then Robbie's like, so how did that work? Yeah, he's like, did I, like, force you to have sex with me? But, like, um, Kelly was explaining this to, to him. And Ox is outside. And obviously Ox can hear, like, everything. And then Robbie can hear everything Ox is saying. And Ox says something. I forgot what the exact thing. But he made, like, it, like, a sex joke. And only Robbie could hear it. And he was like... Oh, fucking ox like don't say that and he was like uncomfortable and he was embarrassed and then kelly was like what's going on he's like nothing, nothing. <laughs> i uh, okay i was gonna say my favorite part was the fact that just the fact that they had a character that's asexual because i feel like you never yeah you never really you encounter. never get that and the in fact, particular in romance because sex agreed, is such a big, part. a big part of it and i guess like a lot of people like their relationship is still super like tender and like they still have intimate moments it's just different it's just not sexual 
Yeah. And because like they do have sex. It's he, just they like. They do have sex because obviously Kelly understands that that is. And like it's not. It's not that he can't enjoy sex. Yeah, it's just, it's just not that it doesn't. That he needs. It does. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for him. Like, like it doesn't. He doesn't have the need to be sexually satisfied. Agreed. Yeah. So like, I just thought that was like as a whole such a great repre- representation to have. Also, that the thing is, is, like when he said that, I was like, oh, that like just by like all the encounters you had, in particular the one there was like with one, Ox and with Kelly. Ox and yeah. Ox and Kelly and Kelly kinda explaining to Ox about like he's like I kissed a girl sexualities. And like looking back, I was like, okay, that does make like it does track with how the interactions with Kelly, Kelly were with like a with topics of like sex sex and, and relationships. relationships. Um but yeah, I thought that was like I was like really nice to like not only was he asexual and two, I thought that scene was really cute and funny. Yeah. I Yeah, I did that was my favorite part is the fact that they even have a character that's asexual. I thought that was just like very refreshing and just like nice to see. Yeah. And nice to see it still be like such a loving like it was just a great relationship. Yeah, yeah. I just the yeah, that was definitely my favorite part. What's your least favorite part? The beginning. I was just the like, hundred pages where I you're was fucking so confused. Fucking confused. I literally was like, there were moments that I was like, maybe am I reading the wrong book? Like I was like, oh, like re- you thought that you would mix them up in brother song was no, actually no. no. I thought I was reading it and I was like, there must be something fucking wrong with this book because there's no fucking way that this or is. that there was a like novella that you yeah. I was like, something. what the like what I like the entire time I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I was like so ready to give up at some points. I okay so. I think so thinking about it now I think that was the point like we were just as confused as Robbie I know you're supposed to be confused like I I almost think that was a choice by TJ Klune because as the reader you're confused but you're just as confused as he is do you know what I mean yeah like so maybe that was like like an actual choice I didn't have an enjoyable experience reading (laughs) because you were confused at the beginning I was so confused I yeah, I, like I would say that's similar. Like my that is probably one of my least favorite parts of this fake that I was like actually like genuinely confused in the first hundred pages. But I would say that my my least favorite part was was actually Rico being turned because like I just was like really hoping that wasn't how it was gonna work out that he wasn't gonna be like dying and they were like oh god we gotta turn him. But I mean like it was kind of like uh like mirroring how he was. Like, Kenny, he, like, he was mad at, like, Robbie. And then Robbie saves him by calling Joe. Yeah. Or was it Ox? It was Ox. Ox turn. Ox turns Rico. So. Okay, one thing that I will say I also didn't dislike was Ox's character kind of, like, you didn't really get the Ox you met in Wolf Song. In this book. In this book, he really turned into this, like, Jesus werewolf. Yeah, that was, and okay. he was very like Let's calming talk about that for a and like, like, what what's the term? Like not even, like, like not strong silent type calming. Like 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 weird yogi calming. Yeah, like he <laughs> like, was like know. his character was like really weird. Like he really like like was like this phys- kind of like character. Yeah, yeah. Like he was like. Strange. Like, I th- I thought that was, like, really weird because I was, like, did something, like, happen to Ox or just, like, did his 
Did they just decide to go a different route with his character? I think he just was coming into who he was as an elf. I know, and but I think like, that that. But then Thomas was always kind of like that too. Kind of just like weirdly evasive and like, oh, you'll find out eventually. And you're like, well, just I, tell me I, now. I, like, I really appreciated the moments of like when Ox really like wasn't in that alpha mode, I guess, and he like was like cracking jokes. In particular, there was like. I don't remember if it was brother song or this one where he was like making a sex joke about Joe and Carter was like, I never want to hear that. That was, that, that was in, that was in the next book. That was because like, I love those moments with Ox because it was like, that's the Ox that I remember. To be fair. In particular, the Ox with his, like this care, like to be fair, these books are all pretty serious. Like pretty serious. These books are all like generally like I don't want to call them heavy because I don't think that's the right word. I mean, I bawled my ass out in the the first and the last one. When when okay when when um when, Robbie said that he didn't remember Kelly, I actually cried. I cried. I cried, I I like, cried no. when Robbie's mom died, and I the reason his I don't remember he, if I I did the reason he wears his. The glasses, the glasses they were his mom's glasses his mom's and gordo keeps making a comment of like you don't even fucking need them and it's like yeah because they're like non-prescription glasses what was weird to me was that robbie and gordo ended up having this weird this weird brother relationship brother relationship it was that i was cute. not anticipating i thought it was I thought it was cute i also like the fact that he lit a car on fire and he didn't know how he did it. <laughs> yeah i yeah i i would say I mean, my least favorite part, yeah, I I would say, I mean, the, the thing is, is like, I think I originally rated this higher than Raven Song, but I think now thinking back, this is probably my least favorite of the series. I like Robbie. I like Kelly. It was definitely like the, this was romance romancy than the last book, the last book, but I just felt like this whole book was so heavy. It was so heavy. And it was also like long periods of time that you're just like. That Robbie wasn't really Robbie, yeah, or didn't feel like didn't the character feel that you like because like the entire time he doesn't know remember who he is, so he's kind of like either he's like, oh, I'm just trying to get out until or like try to get past so then I can go home to East, and he's like trying to convince them to let them let him go home, yeah, or he's like, I I know that I was a t- a Robbie with them before, but, but I, I don't, don't know, know if that's Robbie. the same Robbie as I am right now. And like Which it was like fair. this, like yeah, it was a lot of internal like conflict with Robbie, and that like yeah, that makes sense. But the thing is, it was it was so long in this book. It was a lot, a huge portion of this book was just a lot of internal conflict with Robbie. And I think honestly, I think I was a little bored, like yeah. more so than I was with G- like Gordo. You do get a lot of Gordo and less Mark. Like you get more Kelly in this book with robbie than you do mark with gordo but but i also feel like a lot of this book was just robbie and just kelly like i felt like in gordo's you got a lot more of the other characters i guess i don't know i don't like i just i don't know i don't know why this was like maybe just because it was also so heavy like i just feel like as a as the two characters of kelly and robbie they're not like funny characters like they're like they're more serious Robbie's people. Funny. Kelly not so much, but Robbie's funny. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, Kelly is definitely like a cinnamon roll. Like he is the definition of a cinnamon. Agreed. Person. Yes. What's your okay? So then, what's your rating? Like, what'd you rate this? I gave it a four. 
I I gave it a five originally, and I think I think this is a four. I think that like realistically, this is a four for me. See the problem, and I said this in the last one. Wolf Song was such a peak that like I was I, kind of worried going into the last book, but we'll talk about that. In the I next just episode. feel like it just this one just the the last two just didn't meet up with because and also the thing is it, I think because Ox is such a like a character that I've never encountered in a romance as like a like a main character that you're only reading their perspective of right that when you get into Robbie and then I mean I really love Gordo but like when you get into Robbie like Gordo and Carter in the next one I just felt like they just character wise just didn't hit the same things that like ox did maybe yeah i don't know i just i don't know the high was so high that i'm like i'm trying to chase the high yeah i I do agree that like the the i also find that i also found that i i'm i don't know this is just me overthinking i just didn't like the overlining plot of all the books together i kind of wish they were all kind of separate plots yeah because I was thinking that as well, and I thought... And that's just because I'm probably, like, ruined by just, like, every paranormal romance series out there, because there's not a lot of overlining plot. And I know series are technically meant to be overlining plot that all connect the books, but I just, like... we Neither of us have really dived very much into fantasy recently, and this is a very fantasy thing for them to be, like, a series with one overlying plot over the whole thing. I also, like, just, like the robert livingstone because i really wish i thought it was the, gonna end after gordo's book like and originally before i had read gordo's yeah, book i, I thought mean, that that was i gonna really end. wish the villain of this story was just michelle i just i wish she was just the villain instead of oh it's robert livingstone yeah also this is just a nitpick he never explained what he lost and what they took from him because he was like Robert Livingston. He's like, you took something from me, which is Gavin, because Gavin is there. Yeah. And they didn't know that was Gavin. But he didn't be like, you took my son. And Gordo's like, what the fuck did right he take from you? But like, he, he never was like, you took my other son, Gavin. And they're like, who the fuck is Gavin? Because they would have been like, who the fuck is Gavin? Yeah. That was a weird because. Because like, they never explained it. They were just they were just like, I don't understand like what, like, what he I, wants from us. Yeah. Because like, obviously, you know what he he wants because you saw it in the last chapter of Raven Song, but I just felt like it was never explained that to them what Robert Livingstone wanted. Yeah. Cause obviously he got Gavin in the end, and that was because Gavin because Carter was getting literally choked to death and crushed to death. And his wolf was being stolen. But like Yeah. I more nitpicks. I don't know. Would I recommend this book? Yes, as part of the whole series. I don't know. I liked. I, I would liked recommend Robbie this. and Kelly together. I would have recommend this as part of the whole series. I don't know if I'd. I'd recommend this more so over Raven Song for the sake of just like diversity in like characters, but also for the sake of just like this being a little more romancy than Raven Song. But. I don't think I'd reread this. Yeah. I or I would if I was like I'm going to reread the whole series from the beginning mm-hmm. and reread it as like a series, but I don't think I'd reread this single book whereas I think that I would reread 
Wolf Song. I think I would reread Wolf Song. Yeah. Because you... You... But you like this book more than the last one. I did like... I did like... I think I like the romance scene more than the last one. But I rated them the same. As a four? Steaminess? What was this, like a one? A one. Yeah. I would say one is probably pretty accurate. Even when, because like basically how he got his memories back was he ate a spit and some, some spit and sticks, which I thought was funny when, uh, what was her name? Aline? Yeah. Was like, made him a little like witch concoction, which is like leaves her spit. And some like berries or something. And some berries and stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to eat some spit and sticks, aren't I? And she's like, yeah, you're going to have to eat some spit and sticks. And then they go home and he basically has like, like mates again with Kelly and he gets his memories back after that. And like even with that. Mid-sex. Mid-sex. That's the way that it like. And <laughs> even that he was like, like, cause he didn't want to push having sex on Kelly cause he knew it didn't do anything for him. Yeah. So he was like. I mean, we don't have to have sex if you if you don't want to have sex. And then Kelly was like, "No, it's like, like we we've done this before. I don't like it's not that it, it, it's, it's not, not that, he's that like, he he doesn't like having sex. It's just that he has doesn't need sex. He doesn't need sex in an intimate relationship. Yeah, and like they didn't even like they there was like a point that he didn't even like they they weren't even gonna have sex at that point because Robbie was trying to talk himself out of it. <laughs> yeah, it was it, yeah. He, I mean, he has his, yeah. It was like a good scene. It was very anticlimactic to get his memories back. Yeah, I really wish that kind of happened a little sooner. Agreed. Like, before the battle. I thought mm-hmm. it was, I, I honestly did think it was going to happen before the battle. But, and then when it didn't happen at the battle, I just assumed he would never get them back. No, he had them right before he went into the battle. Was it right before? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was right after. It was right before, because then he was like, she wants me, Michelle wants me there. So if I go in by myself and you guys kind of like are there. <laughs> you know, what was the weirdest part? Actually, the trees with the people where he turned them oh, into trees. Yeah. Oh, my that God. Was that was this is unexpected. There was, there was, this was the thing is, that I think he was trying <laughs> to have horror aspects in the book. This did. But that, then with the kids and then the trees. And I was like, but where is I this think going? the trees didn't just didn't hit like because it was just very hit. unexpected but like the kids with the like glowing that was fucking creepy the kids are fucking creepy and then that one kid that was the omega that gave to the other pack and then that that kid like killed the entire this entire pack and then also had a bunch of other kids beat the shit out of their alpha and she literally had to like ran Crawl. to green creek yeah to like die it was weird the tree thing was weird because the kid thing I get in the sense that like nobody wants hurt kids and like kids also are precious like, and they're, they're like mentally unsuspecting and they're mentally a little weaker, weaker so you can manipulate but the fact that he turned all the wolves in the compound into those trees that were bleeding was creepy and like just very strange I like was not quite sure what to do with that with with it yeah that's just like a side note of like i was just very shocked that that like when it happened i was like what i actually had to reread the scene and i was like what is happening but then the fight scene went kind of normal which is it was just it set the tone was just 
I, I it was I, good, but it was good. The There's tree a lot thing, of people getting thrown into buildings, and the tree thing set the tone very differently than what the fight scene actually ended up being. Yeah, <laughs> that, just a random side note before we wrap up. <laughs> okay, now anything, any last words? No, I think I'm ready for to, to discuss brother. Song. I'm excited to talk about brother song because I liked that one and. It's different than the other books in the series. Yeah. So then, as usual, you can find us on Instagram. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. We also do have a TikTok, but there's not much up there. Um, we're generally on Instagram more often. You can email us your book recs. We're trying to plan for the summer reads right now. So if you have any recommendations, send them our way. Um, otherwise will be in your ear holes next week with the last book in this series. Bye.